I'm Jake. And I'm Benny. And welcome to episode 22 of Jake and Benny's Backyard Football. How about Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Super Bowl 55 champions? We can't wait to talk about that and more on episode 22 of Jake and Benny's Backyard Football. Let's jump into some news, and we're going to start off with Washington re-signing Taylor Heineke for two years, $8.75 million. Uh, he showed a lot of promise in that Bucks game. I mean, they didn't win, but for his first time ever like playing a football game in the NFL, he did great. Especially since it was in the playoffs. Too. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure for a rookie who's never played before. So I think that's a good move. Do you think he's a... Do you think he's going to be the starter next year? Uh, I don't know about starter. Maybe the backup. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw him take some snaps, though. Yeah, I could totally see that. I just think, I don't know who they would even get as quarterback. I don't think they really have a high draft pick. So maybe Heineke might be a potential starter for them. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've seen late round quarterbacks do do good. I mean, look at Tom Brady right now. Yep, seventh Super Bowl ring. So, uh, some, so Broncos, they have cut A.J. Bouye. Uh, honestly, kind of surprised to me. Yeah, um, I guess he didn't perform up to expectations. I mean, going into the season, he was really solid, and even the first like few weeks. But um, fortunately, it looks like they had it apart ways. And then Orlando Brown for the Baltimore Ravens, he's their offensive tackle, has requested a trade. He has been filling in for Ronnie Staley. Uh, makes sense to why he's requesting a trade. He obviously proved himself in that tackle position. Uh, hopefully, he can. Hopefully he can go to the Chiefs because Lord knows they needed a... <laughs> no, nah, Seattle. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> they, need, they needed a tackle on that Super Yeah, game. definitely. Uh, so the Texans president, Jamie Roots, has resigned. Honestly, they're falling apart. Yeah. They've been falling apart for they've been falling apart for a while now. This just really solidifies that. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Watson is going to even one out even more now. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, we'll probably see him hold out, but... See, the bad thing about this is we discuss that they're falling apart, but when we say that for other when we say that for other teams, that kind of just means their like team of players is falling apart. No, the organization as a whole is yeah, as a whole is falling apart and this isn't a good look on the Texans. I mean, they need to figure this out like now. So, uh some more news, the Bears and Colts are pursuing Carson Wentz. A trade is expected soon. Uh I like both those teams for him. I think the more realistic one is the Colts just because I feel like teams usually don't like to trade in their conference, Uh, especially because we know that Carson Wentz is talented. He does have talent. So I could see him going to the Colts, honestly, but also it depends on what they give him. Yeah. um, I think if he goes to the Bears, he won't be successful. Uh, Matt Nagy, obviously, he went toe-to-toe with Mitch Trubisky. They were always arguing. I mean, I get that it's Mitch Trubisky, and he's obviously not as good as, like, Carson Wentz. Some people could argue. Um, I think if Carson Wentz goes to Chicago, I think him and Matt Nagy are just going to butt heads even more, and it's just not going to be a good chemistry fix. And like I said, uh, Coach Wright is over with the Colts, and I just feel like that's a better fit. I think that's Carson's only saving grace at this point. Yeah, I can totally see that. Something else about Carson is uh, maybe it will work out the Bears because Carson Wentz is a very, like, he's a chill guy. He's, like, really open to criticism. That's what I've heard, at least. He's a team player. He's a team player, so maybe... I'm not sure about uh, Trubisky. I don't know how he react. I don't really ever look into him. I'm not sure if he's a good team player or not. So maybe maybe Trubisky's the cause of that bad relationship, but who knows? Uh, but yeah, I would like to see him in uh, in Indianapolis by far. Hopefully, I think that's his only best spot. And Packers defensive coordinator Matt Patine parted ways with the organization, and he signed with the Chicago Bears as their defensive coordinator's assistant. Now, I also read that. This defensive coordinator in Chicago is actually a first year. 
So the fact that he couldn't get the job over first year is a little questionable, but hopefully he can make it work in Chicago. I mean, same division. We'll see. Uh, yeah, we have two more things in news, or actually kind of three. Uh, but Trevor Lawrence, he is scheduled to undergo surgery on his left shoulder. Uh, good for him. Hopefully that. I mean, he's he's a generational talent. It's good that he's getting himself taken care of now before the draft. Uh, I think he's going first overall. I think we both think that. Uh, then some other quarterback. Actually, we have two more quarterback news. So Patrick Mahomes is going under surgery for his turf toe, which he suffered, I think, the whole entire playoffs. Honestly, yeah, I think he, I think he, I think he suffered that in the game with the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, and like you could totally tell, like during that awful Super Bowl, he was uh, limping the whole time. He just looks kind of rough on that leg. So uh, turf toe isn't too serious. It's not going to be a career ender or anything. But hopefully, he'll come back from it. Yeah. And then uh, this is more of rumors, more than actual news. Uh, a lot of teams are going, are calling up uh, the Seahawks about Russell Wilson, uh, about trying to trade for him. Russell Wilson said he's frustrated. Uh, I'm going to go more into that later, but he's not very happy right now, but I do think he's going to be staying. Yeah, I think it's more realistic for him to stay in Seattle. I don't see why he'd want to leave. When he came out and said he was frustrated, all he said was he wants more input on what the team does. Mm. And I think that's fair to him. Uh, he's been the only reason why they're successful. Yeah, he's for been their only right time. spot for such a long time. Yeah, so we'll go into that more. Little, we'll go in, we'll go more into that with my hot take later. So uh, let's go into some weird stats. So I have three stats for you guys. They all revolve around Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. One of them around Gronk as well. So to get into this, this one is by far probably the craziest one. Just a really weird coincidence. So Tom Brady has played 344 NFL games, regular and postseason. His first 172 games, his record is 132 to 40. And his last 172 games is the exact same at 132 to 40. Talk about consistency. Yeah, one of the more consistent players in the league, obviously. Uh, Super Bowl champion seven times already. I mean, yeah. there's nothing more he could prove at this point. So uh, this one's just insane just because it's, it's a Patrick Mahomes stat. So until Super Bowl 55, Patrick Mahomes has never had a game where his offense didn't score a single touchdown, not in high school, college, nor the NFL. Now, I don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure that he has not lost a game by more than a touchdown since high school. Yeah, and it's a shame that it happened in the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. When the camera panned on him when he was sitting there, I mean... Felt bad looked, for the guy. Yeah, he looked really devastated. Uh, we're going to go definitely more in the Super Bowl later as it's the biggest game of the year. Uh, my final stat for you guys is Gronk has won four Super Bowls, but still isn't as old as Tom Brady when they first met. Gronk right now is 31 and Tom Brady is 32. So that's just, that's just insane to me. That. Yeah, that just adds on to Tom Brady's accolades and how quickly he's been able to make that work yeah uh you were telling me that tom brady has like three hall of fame careers in one career yeah uh i think it's roughly around in his 20s he had three super bowls and an mvp in his 30s he had three super bowls and an mvp and then in his 40s now he has about like four super bowls and an mvp yeah it's just any of those he's the go hall of fame careers yeah greatest of all time so uh, I'm going to go right into my hot take. So we were talking about Wilson a little bit earlier. I want to go more into that really quick. I'm not going to go super in-depth. but uh, So I guess the day after the Super Bowl, teams were inquiring uh, the Seahawks about trading for Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson said uh, he he doesn't know if he's getting traded or not. It's a question you have to ask the Seahawks organization because uh, he says if you have a player that is always consistent, people are going to want him, which I totally agree with. 
Uh, and he did open about being frustrated with multiple things, one of them being the offensive line uh, and the other being how he's not really involved with team decisions and he feels like he should be, which you look at guys like Breeze and Brady and Rodgers, they all kind of have a say in what goes on in the organization. Mm-hmm. And I think Russell Wilson has earned that as a – this is his 10th year. He's a he's veteran. A franchise quarterback. He's, yeah, he he's is. Franchise quarterback. He's, he's like the best player the Seahawks have ever had probably. Uh, but anyway, so Russell Wilson, uh, he did have a lot of say in the new offensive coordinator, which is huge. Uh, he's actually very happy about it. I think the final choice came down to him, honestly. Uh, so it's good to see that they're recognizing that. I don't think he's going to be traded because he's getting that. He's get he's getting he's starting to be allowed to make choices for the team, and he's really stepping up. Uh, but he is frustrated at the offensive line. That's that's gonna have a huge effect into what happens this season. I feel like uh, the Seahawks they're not gonna trade Russell Wilson. I think they'll have a thirty million dollar cap hit if they do. It just wouldn't be beneficial to them, no matter what they get for Russell Wilson. It's just not worth it. Another Deshaun Watson effect, realistically. Yeah, like Russell Wilson's not leaving Seattle. Uh, there's rumors that the Broncos have a good chance at trading for him, but they're not gonna trade for him. Anyways, I'm gonna go to my hot take. It's about Wilson and Mahomes. So. My hot take is that Wilson and Patrick Mahomes are equal, and if not, Wilson is a little bit better than Patrick Mahomes. So I started off the season with kind of a controversial hot take about Derrick Henry being better than uh, Christian McCaffrey. I didn't have the stats to really back it up, but this time I do. Uh, figured I'd end the season with just another controversial one. So uh, this season, Wilson had 40 touchdowns compared to Mahomes' 38 touchdowns. Wilson had 4,212 yards compared to Mahomes' 4,740 yards. Wilson had 13 interceptions compared to Mahomes' six interceptions. And this is really where those stats honestly sound pretty similar. I mean, the interceptions is a little bit more, yards more, but Wilson does have more touchdowns than Mahomes does. Uh, But this stat really kind of backs up my point. Wilson was sacked 47 times compared to Patrick Mahomes 22 times. Now, keep in mind that Russell Wilson... He's been getting sacked almost his whole entire career. Uh, I think he has 390-something sacks in his career, which uh, and he still made the playoffs every single year but one year. He's made the Pro Bowl every single year but one year. And it's like, I know Mahomes is still a young guy. That's what makes this such a hard comparison for me. But Russell Wilson is just, he's consistent and he's... Always, he's almost always under pressure, and he's still able to make huge plays. He's still able to win games. I mean, they were 12 and four this season, and he was sacked 47 times. If that says anything. Uh, my final stat is uh, Russell Wilson's quarterback ranking is 105.1 to Mahomes' uh, 108.7. And I'm gonna go back to that interception stat really quick. So Mahomes actually broke a record. He had 16 dropped interceptions this season. That would have brought him to 22 if those were all caught. Now that makes that makes a huge difference that brings him up nine more touchdowns than russell wilson does just because there's uh, the corners or whoever could not catch the ball you so, can't realistically use that against him if they're the ones dropping the ball i mean sure i mean it was his choice that i mean obviously he made the wrong decision there and it yeah. was upsetting that like the obviously the interception was dropped but mm-hmm. you can't really knock him for that if the defensive back didn't catch the ball yeah i'm just kind of saying that if those were caught, then Mahomes would be honestly almost one of the league leaders in interceptions. So don't get me wrong, Mahomes is an amazing player, but I feel like he's kind of overhyped just a little bit. 
or Russell. Uh, anyways, going back to what I was saying, uh, around half of Russell Wilson's interceptions were actually his receivers' fault. I was going through uh, all of his interceptions from the season, and a lot of them were tipped balls from his receivers. They were easily catchable, and sometimes his receivers just didn't give a just didn't really try. Uh, his first interception against the Patriots, for example, he threw a great pass to Greg Olson. Greg Olson just didn't really try to catch the ball, and it was a pick six. So. I feel like, yeah, as you said, it's kind of hard to put that blame on Mahomes for the drop interceptions because it's not really his fault. But then Russell Wilson, a lot of his interceptions were because of his receivers. So uh, there's a lot of arguments I can go into this. Uh, like, for example, Russell Wilson is able to perform despite having a lackluster O-line. He was the third sack of the season. Uh, he's arguably the only reason why the Seahawks are a contender, but some arguments against him is he holds onto the ball for too long sometimes. Uh, he said in that interview that he realizes this, and it's like he said, sometimes, you hold, sometimes if you hold onto the ball, you'll notice downfield there's a guy open that could be a touchdown, or you just take the sack. And that's something that's usually used against him, which I could see why. It's not a good habit of his. Uh, he's never won the MVP, and he usually is a first round exit. Uh, but for Mahomes, some uh, arguments for him is he's breaking uh, third-year rookie, like, or he's breaking third-year records. Like, I think he has the most passing yards in three years, most touchdowns in three years. Like, he's breaking records like that. And also, he won the MB- MVP in his uh, second year. No, his first year, actually. Yep, his very first year as a starter. Yeah, so that's insane for him. But some arguments against him is he's been given a good O-line, great receivers, and a great coach from the very beginning of his career. I know that's a lot of information I just uh, said, but... I mean, that's fair that... I mean, I think those statistics are fair, especially when you bring in the fact that he has a lackluster O-line. But in my opinion, I think that's the only thing holding him back. I mean, sure, uh, his interceptions are tipped by his receivers, but a lot of the receivers on the team have been with the team for a while, like Tyler Lockett, for example. Mm -hmm. I like that you brought up stats because in Russell Wilson's entire career... He's never had a season where he's thrown 5,000 yards. He's never had a season where he's thrown 50 touchdowns. And Patrick Mahomes did that in his first year as a starter. And another thing, this past season, Patrick Mahomes threw 4,740 yards. Mm -hmm. Russell Wilson has also never reached that amount of yards in a season. Um, And in Patrick Mahomes' second year as a starter, he was injured. And that season, he only got 26 touchdowns. In Russell Wilson's first three years as a starter, he only got 26 touchdowns or less. I mean, sure, Patrick Mahomes has a team built around him, and I think it is too early to say whether or not they're equal or if one's better, because realistically, if Patrick Mahomes keeps going at the pace that he's going at right now, he's going to be better than Russell Wilson. And I do like Russell Wilson. I'm not hating on him. He's fantastic. If I had to start a team with him, I'd be more than happy to, but... I just think that that just makes this argument just a little bit invalid, but that's just my stance on this. Yeah, I totally get that. Uh, that's very true. Uh, he is doing he's doing better right now than Russell Wilson when he was a starter. But I just think looking at these two points, I think Russell Wilson's more skilled than Patrick Mahomes is, or very equal to it. Because going back to what I said, uh, Russell Wilson often has to always scramble and. He's usually always on the move. He doesn't really ever have time to rest in the pocket. Uh, So I think if Russell Wilson was surrounded by a good offensive line, he would be able to break those 
thing. He would be able to have 50 touchdowns. He would be able to have 5,000 yards. Because, I mean, look at the beginning of the season when his O-line was actually doing stuff. And even then, the O-line wasn't great at the beginning of the season. He was still taking sacks and still overall wasn't still was experiencing pressure in the beginning of the season he was still putting up amazing numbers so again it's really early to tell uh Mahomes is so young and still full of potential Russell Wilson is a veteran I mean it's really hard to compare the two's careers but I feel like based off this last season that we just saw I think Russell Wilson was kind of overhated in it because I think so but like what I'm saying is I think the Russell Wilson we're seeing now um i think this is i wouldn't say it's the beginning of his prime i think he's already in his prime but i think this is his ceiling that he's touching right now i mean he's good enough to win super bowls and that's what's fantastic but i still think there's more to patrick mahomes than what we're seeing right now i don't think he's scratched his ceiling yet um for my passer rating guys um it took russell wilson to his eighth year to get 110.9 passer rating Whereas in Patrick Mahomes' rookie year, he had a 113.8. I mean, it, it's a really tough argument. Mm-hmm. I can see how people can go one way. I can see how people go the other way. I'm obviously more um, lenient towards Patrick Mahomes' side just because I feel like there's more that we need to see from him. Yeah. But I think it's a fair argument, but it isn't right now. I can see that. Yeah, I'm just gonna end it one more. I'm just gonna end my hot take with this. I think that, to reiterate it, Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes are on the same level. And I just think that Russell Wilson's a little bit overhated right now in the league. All right, so that's a lot from my hot take now. What about you? My hot take is actually the Dolphins are going to win the division next year. I mean, they're a rising young team, and this is their first real year of, like, showing who they are. Mm-hmm. Sure, they were in it, or sure, they were on and off with Ryan Fitzpatrick and Tua, but I think that was just getting Tua warmed up to the NFL. Now, they still went 10-6, and six, missed the playoffs, but they still went 10-6. and six. They've got... A really young defense, Minka Fitzpatrick as well. Uh, it's arguably better than the Bills, you could say. Um, their offense is just getting started. Um, the last draft, they had three first-round picks. And then in this upcoming one, they have two. And one of them is going to be the third overall pick. Now, Jake and I were discussing uh, the first two teams in the draft, the Jaguars and the Jets, they both need quarterbacks. That's, Badly. Yep, that's Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields gone. So that leaves Heisman winning wide receiver Devonta Smith I think he's going to go to the Dolphins and that's just going to completely revamp their offense. And I think that's going to be more than enough to really contest with the Bills for the division. Yeah, I, I could totally see that. So, uh, yeah, going back to your point about the defense, it's it's better than the Bills. I mean, Xavier and Howard had nine in, or no, 10 interceptions last season. Uh, so, yeah, it's, they have a good defense. There's some other players. I just can't think of their names right now, but they they were a top defense for more than half the season, I think. Uh, and then going to their offense, Tua, he was young last season, but he showed moments of being a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. I think that, yeah, I totally agree with your take. I mean, the Bills are great. Josh Allen and Diggs are the best quarterback and wide receiver combo in football right now, I believe. Tua and potentially Devontae Smith, that could be dangerous. I mean, I know Devontae Smith is only a rookie and this is only Tua's second year, but... He could have that Justin Jefferson effect. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Justin Jefferson, honestly, he was a contender for a rookie of the year. And maybe Devontae Smith might 
do the same thing. Do the same thing. I, I'm not sure who's gonna. Win. I'm not sure who's gonna win the division. I think it's gonna be really close. But I agree with you on that. It's definitely either Bills or Dolphins. Definitely. So a disappointing Super Bowl to an okay playoffs. Uh, it was not what we wanted at all. It really wasn't. So you guys know the final score was uh, 31 to nine. Uh, I was completely off with my prediction. I thought it was gonna be 31 28 and the Chiefs won, but no, it was. I got one score right at least. Not even for the right team, but I got one score. Yeah, I mean, it was a close game. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Um, it wasn't a close game at all. I mean, I kind of knew it when the Chiefs were kicking field goals in the third quarter. Yeah. Um, it's really unfortunate that it ended this way. I mean, I, I kind of hoped that they were going to be in it a little bit, but I don't know. It kind of just looked like the Jets were out there almost. Yeah, I did not care who won. I think I said that last week, but I just wanted a good game. Uh, Tom Brady... He's the go. It's official. Seven Super Bowls. Uh, this is his fifth Super Bowl MVP, I believe. Fifth or fourth. Uh, he had 201 yards, three touchdowns, and was 21 for 29. He had a really good game. Leonard Fournette had 16 carries for 89 yards and one touchdown. Uh, Ronald Jones also got 61 yards on the ground, too. Yeah, so their running game was explosive. Offense, I mean, he won MVP, so can't really complain. Uh, Gronk, I know you hate to hear this, but he had a great game. Six receptions for 67 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Leonard Fournette had uh, 46 yards, four uh, receptions, and zero touchdowns of receiving. But he had, honestly, a really good game. Let me talk about Leonard Fournette real quick. Uh, I've been a fan of Leonard Fournette since he was playing at LSU and going into high school people were saying look at leonard fournette he's going to be the next adrian peterson and he goes into college and they say look at leonard fournette he's gonna be the next adrian peterson then he gets drafted first year battles with injury uh with the jaguars second year he had arguably a good season uh he did have a couple fights on the field but he still rushed for 1300 yards and double digit touchdowns and the Jaguars didn't even trade him. They just let him go. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been a big fan of Leonard Fournette and seeing him finally take the field and do what he does best. I'm really happy for him. Yeah, but there's one player, one man that I think deserves to be talked about. This man was traded, cut. He got frostbite. He was suspended. He fought about a helmet. He was sued. He lost in court. He went to practice when he was with the Raiders, he went to practice in a hot air balloon. Yep. And somehow, Antonio Brown, the league's most hated man, won a Super Bowl. And he got a touchdown as well. Yep. Five receptions, that. 22 yards, and one touchdown. Now, I know a lot of Antonio Brown haters. My dad is a huge Antonio Brown hater. Uh, I don't like him at all, if I'm going to be honest. But it's... This really just <laughs> sticks it to the Steelers, to be honest. Like, yeah. As a Steelers fan, that's got to be tough to watch, especially with Le'Veon Bell being on the Chiefs. I mean, they're the only players from the Steelers in the last, like, three or four years that, that have gone to Super, Bowl. Gone to the Super Bowl. And they both did it in the same year. Yep. Uh, yeah, but Antonio Brown, I guess, congratulations. He won a Super Bowl. He got a touchdown. Uh, I'm surprised that he was even able to play in the Super Bowl compared to what I was hearing at the midpoint of the season about legal trouble, but good good for him, I guess. Uh, now there's the other team. Or actually, let's go to defense really quick. Yeah, now, Devin White had a monster game. Yeah, he Devin was, White was everywhere. He had a total of 12 tackles and an interception as well. I mean, that's crazy. Levante David had six tackles too. The defense was just as good. They had 38 pressures on Patrick Mahomes and I think three sacks as well, uh, plus the two interceptions. So honestly... 
the defense should have gotten an MVP award because that's they were there the whole game. They really were. Antoine Winfield also on the receiving end of one of those interceptions as well. Yeah, and then uh, Ndamukong Sue, he had a one and a half sack. Uh, Cameron Gill had the other half of that sack. So yeah, the defense overall were just balling out the whole entire time. Uh, also, Shaquille Barrett had a, had a sack as well. So yeah, as I said, they were everywhere on that field. Uh, they are what won the game, I believe. They were the one that prevented the Chiefs from scoring a single touchdown. Now, I want to talk about the Chiefs for a little bit. Uh, mainly about the main man, Patrick Mahomes. So, Patrick Mahomes, I felt bad for this man. So, they had 300. So, the Chiefs' offense had 350 yards and uh, passing and rushing, but Patrick Mahomes had 270 yards passing and 33 yards rushing. So he had 303 of their total yards. Yeah, 303 of their 350 yards. Patrick Mahomes, he looked like the only player on the field attempting to make plays. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes and uh, Butker, they're the only guys who wanted to win the Super Bowl, it looked like. Uh, Butker was perfect on his field goals, three for three. Uh, but Patrick Mahomes, this man, he put everything on the line for the Super Bowl. Uh, his receivers were super disappointing. I mean, look at the stats. Travis Kelsey had 10 receptions for 133 yards. He had a good game. I mean, he also slipped twice and dropped two important passes. Yeah, on paper, great game. And he still had a good game. Same thing with Tyreek Hill. Seven catches, 73 yards, but he did drop two touchdown passes. Yep. And there was one touchdown pass. I'm not sure who dropped it, but it was probably the most amazing pass I think I've ever seen seen it would be the most amazing touchdown as well if he would have caught it so uh patrick mahomes under pressure for the millionth time of the game uh he's running out of the sack and he does something crazy so you guys watch the game probably he's diving parallel to the ground he's manages falling. to throw a dime to his player's face mask and he doesn't catch it now I think that Patrick Mahomes hit more face masks than he had completions that night. Uh, so many amazing throws that were just not caught. Uh, Mahomes really was, on paper, he had a bad game. Zero touchdowns, two interceptions, 270 yards. Uh, but if you watch the game, you know that he balled out. He put everything he had on the line for that game. He did what he could. Um, I told my friends, Patrick Mahomes didn't lose that game, but the Chiefs did. Uh, especially their defense. Uh, one guy in particular, Tyron Matthew, he probably the biggest clown of the season just because of that game. Uh, he only he, had three tackles. He had three and tackles, and he was at, and he had like twenty pass interference calls. I feel like. Yeah, and if you were watching the game, he was having a meltdown the entire game. He was in Tom Brady's He's, face. Yeah, he started he was, off the game already in a bad mood. He was screaming on the sideline at the defensive coordinator, like. That's really just bum mentality. That's just being toxic to your team, and that's just not good. I did not like that one bit. There's uh, two moments I want to talk about about, about Tyron Matthews. So the first moment is uh, when Tom Brady, when he went up to Tom Brady. I'm not sure what was said, but they were fighting, and he kind of got exposed on Twitter. So he posted on Twitter. I'm not sure the exact tweet. I couldn't find it because it was deleted, but... Uh, it was basically him saying that Tom Brady called him something he doesn't want to repeat, and that's why, and he doesn't want to look at, and the media wants him to look at, look like the bad guy when Tom Brady really was. But then he found out that Tom Brady was mic'd up, so he took down the tweet immediately. So not only was he trying to cover up himself for having a meltdown, he was throwing out false accusations. He was trying to get Tom Brady canceled, basically. Like if if Tom, let's say Tom Brady were to call him, well, I presume a slur. Tom Brady would be canceled and everybody would hate him and Tom Brady didn't do it. So I that was really crappy of uh, him to do. This is just embarrassing for him. So 
you guys know how there's the, all, always that defensive back that whenever there's an overthrow or the receiver doesn't catch it, he always acts like he did something. He's all hype and stuff. So Tom Brady threw a pass out of a sack over to, I think it was Mike Evans. And it wasn't caught, obviously, because it was an overthrow. And while watching the play, you could totally see Tyron Matthew just grabbing him and holding him back. And then when the play was dead, he got all excited and stuff. Like, I don't know. And he, then upset when the flag was thrown. No, the flag didn't even get thrown. He was acting like he did something, but that was that was legal in football. But no, he totally, I don't know. The defense really made me mad that night. They played way too aggressively. They were holding. They were doing the most. There's aggressive and there's just dirty. I mean, they were just being dirty players. Uh, from the very get-go, they had that aggressiveness that usually players want to see in football, but once they got out of hand, they had that one good drive. Where they, they had two good drives. They had the one where they stopped them at uh, the very first opening drive. They had a goal line stop. But besides that, they did nothing the entire game. Uh, I felt bad for Patrick Mahomes because he, yeah, as we said, he had a great game. He, he had a great game if you actually watched it on paper, no. But Patrick Mahomes really was the only one who tried in that game. Uh, overall, I think everyone can agree we're all disappointed in the Super Bowl. I honestly did not care who won. I think it's cool that Brady got his seventh ring. He deserves it. He's the GOAT. But at the same time, it's just, I wish it was better. I really do too. I mean, yeah, I definitely feel let down. It was a great season. And for the Super Bowl to end like this, um, I guess there's always next year. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe we'll see these two teams again. Yeah, it's honestly completely possible. Brady said he doesn't plan on retiring. Gronk isn't either. And I know Mahomes is going to play with a, with a chip on his shoulder. He's going to want to be back in that game. Uh, I had one more kind of weird stat. I should have announced it earlier with my Mahomes and Wilson comparison. But uh, in their first three seasons, so they each made the playoffs in their first season, but lost. They each won a Super Bowl in their second season, and they each lost to Tom Brady in their third season. And that concludes episode 22 of Jake and Benny's Backyard Football. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back in a couple weeks to discuss the offseason as well as introducing our very own mock drafts. Thank you for helping us reach 600 total listens throughout this whole entire season. Uh, shout out to you guys for staying with us. It really means a lot to us. Yeah, we really appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. So shout out to you guys. Thank you so much. Stay up to date with us on our social medias. It's at Jake and Benny FB on Twitter. Jacob Benny's Backyard Football on Facebook and Backyard Football Podcast on IG. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a wonderful week.